Welcome to the BioNexus Health Podcast with Dr. Jodie Darshaw, who holds a PhD in Integrative Medicine, is board certified in Integrative Pediatrics, an internationally recognized pioneering clinician, and author. And now here's your host of BioNexus Health Podcast, Dr. Jodie Dashaw. Usually works very well. You know, I'm, I'm going to be doing another podcast um, because you you mentioned plateau, etc. Well, of course, you yeah. know, uh, how much effort do you think that the, the, the mitochondria need to put in? And we know that, you know, children on the spectrum have mitochondrial issues, you know, that there's plenty of research which has, uh, which has yeah. been done, right, on that. So if your mitochondria is producing a tremendous amount of effort to give you uh, major, minor, whatever improvements, isn't it natural that it needs to take a rest? The process needs exactly. to take so, a rest. Yeah, I must second you here. Mitochondria is such an important organelle, and everyone needs to understand this. For example, there are many issues related. Look, mitochondria is based is at the base of everything yes speech body energy you mm -hmm. know uh, even uh, the temperature of the body sometimes people uh, complain of that that we are not e able to regulate that and the amount of energy the child has to work uh, the the other strength immunity everything is related to the cognition the speech everything is related to it and then uh, people don't realize that usually, for example, in our, my community in Pakistan, in Asian countries, we have the habit of frying things. And because of economy issues, we sometimes, um, uh, you know, reuse the oil and we don't have the understanding of smoke point and a few, few crucial things we need to understand that we are already burdenizing in a, the already toxic body, body uh, by not taking uh, proper steps in food. For example, uh, making food, I believe, is not that, uh, you know, easy task. You need to understand the basics in that as well and nutritionally as well. Uh, to think that mm -hmm. I am providing my children nutritionally balanced right throughout the day if it has everything it needs it's not uh, loaded with protein only or there are not fruit there are no fruits or something like that and the children are taking enough water for example the water is crucial and then uh, how am i frying if i'm giving potato fries every day what is it going to do later the yeast issues everything the related things and uh, for example, your protocol is able to handle a lot of things like we don't have to think a lot of oxalate, a lot of carbohydrates and that as well, but still balance is needed. And uh, we need to know how we have to cook. For example, what I said uh, earlier, we cannot reuse the same oil again and again, and we have to take care of the smoke point, which oil we are using is that crucial. So because at the end of the day, everything is going to affect the mitochondria. And on one side, putting effort on a lot of protocol and all of the, those things and then cooking the wrong way, you're wasting a lot of things. If yes. you're not properly washing right off the vegetables and you're again burdenizing the same body and then you're saying, there's a long plateau phase. <laughs> the things are yeah. improving. You have to think what's happening, what's going wrong. That is correct. You know, uh, for those who are able to now, now understand that, you know, back in the day, we literally had to hop on a plane, get the visas, organize everything, you know, travel with, with a medically fragile uh, child, 
two different countries, different states within the US. You know, US is humongous, it's huge. So traveling from one point to another is not easy. Uh, for me, traveling, you know, from uh, uh, from New Jersey to my goodness, we UK, Germany, Austria, Switzerland, uh, Chile, Argentina, so many uh, different doctors, and about fifteen to twenty different states within the United States we we travel to, and you know, for nowadays, you. For you, for example, right, you and, and your uh, group of people that, that I treat and, and other patients that, that I treat around the world, uh, they are at home. They're at home and they are getting, you know, absolutely top medical guidance at home. Everything, all kinds of testing and the, the medications are being shipped to them at home. Yeah. The only thing they need to do you know, there's no visa issues. There is no no expenses for traveling. You know, there is no overly medicating the child so you can you know uh, uh, put him or her on an airplane and and go somewhere. The only thing that you need to do instead of all of this hardship is just be patient, follow the protocol, and like you mentioned, you know, uh, try and control environmental. The pollution and yeah. internal pollution, you know, with, with the diet as much as possible. I mean, as a parent, if I had been given all of these luxuries back then that, hey, don't go anywhere, just be at home and everything will be sent to you, it would have been magnificent. It would have yeah. been, you know, a whole different, because Brian still has a, a few permanent, uh, permanent orthopedic disabilities. Mm -hmm. which, you know, they are permanent because Lyme disease does the damage. And it mm -hmm. took a very long time for, for uh, anyone, including, of course, myself as well, to put all the pieces together. You know, this needs to be treated. So we were treating little by little. Oh, okay. You know, uh, now I first heard about the diet. So I'm going to do the diet first. Anything happened? Minor. Okay. Then I heard about chelation. Then I'm going to do chelation. Okay. I heard about FMP. I'm going to do that. You know, what the heck was that? Many parents are still doing that. Do this, do that, you know, because that, that's the knowledge they learn. That's what, so we did all that for so many years until, you know, his leg became paralyzed. He's in a wheelchair. I'm like, I did so much. I'm doing so much for so many years. What is going on, you know? And then after that, once we managed to save his life, it had come to that. Like twice, we almost lost him. And once we managed to save his life, then I got sick. Because, you know, this whole time I had yeah. time, mold, et cetera. So then we were managing that. And finally, I came up with the BioNexus protocol. And then we had to start all over again, step by step by step. So at the age of nine, his, his uh, uh, brain MRI looking like he was 65 with Alzheimer's, uh, we started doing things correctly. And by the time he was 11, it was a whole other world. It was like very, very different for Brian, you know, and um, academically, speech-wise, communication, understanding. When he, when he entered high school, that was the turning point. So little by little, he's gained it on his own. You know, he had to deal with bullying, you know, kids making fun of his, his leg being paralyzed. What the heck? You know, you have a child who is trying to integrate 
into mainstream <laughs> and and you have kids you know who are laughing at at, at his leg dragging behind him because you know he, mm. his left leg wasn't able to keep up and so he's been through so much bullying he had to wear a mask to school he had to sit on a cushion because of his orthopedic issues you know and and he got teased for that hey hey something's wrong with his butt he's using a butt cushion my god kids are so cruel um i've had to fight these battles with the mothers with the school principals with the teachers you know it, there have been so many battles trying to uh, trying to get accommodations and understanding and you know friendships so he could have as normal a childhood as possible so just like any other mom um, you know just tried the best i could with him but you are an iron lady i must say because <laughs> i faced uh, um, when hamza was in montessori uh then the covid uh, uh, you know uh, came in our country and then uh, i had to stop uh, hamza schooling for the treatment and i'm happy with that decision because i faced a lot of this with the teachers the children of course in montessori are not that um, you know conscious and cannot uh, do uh, exactly the, uh, bullying like the adults do yes but uh, i i could see very different behaviors of the school like uh, if he wasn't speaking but he was performing they could have helped some uh, a few people helped me initially but then uh, when uh, the staff changed after covid i saw that it's totally dependent on the other person if he is accommodating he or she is accommodating you only then you can uh, progress and uh, try inclusive setups otherwise it's better to step back and try to do whatever you can and treat the child first and then see what for example at the moment i'm much interested in homework is going towards skill sets what skill sets do you have and i really don't want to push him in uh, you know the struggle to memorize other subjects and learn each and everything right. <laughs> because a lot of time is already wasted and i must uh, focus on skills on uh, his functional level his independence and that must be in my mind instead of uh, trying for inclusion because it's impossible at the moment in a country like pakistan it would be a great 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 effort on every scale and i might not be able to do that all that oh right right okay okay so you yeah. you mean inclusion as as in in uh, mainstreaming a child yes yeah that is that is tremendous effort yes you know i mean yeah even even in in uh, uh, other uh, uh, you know uh, western countries it's hard now in in the united states you know there's um, we we are very fortunate and blessed to have the accommodations the ieps the 504 plans you know which are the law it's the law in this country you know and <clears throat> that has to be followed I mean, it's not easy to mainstream a child but it um, it can be done and yes you know <clears throat> sorry there are many iron mothers here um <laughs> in fact in fact there was um, you know two mothers that pointed me in in the right direction as well this is way back in in you know 2009 or uh, you know around there but yes um it's very important to to keep the focus but you know um one one thing i have to let you know is 
we we never uh, we tried everything speech therapy social skills therapy I, I mean sensory integration you know i i had my entire uh, office that that was all sensory you know and uh, for brian's benefit we had additional so we were doing that uh, a lot as well um, however we stopped because most of the therapy buildings were musty smelling, moldy smelling. So we stopped, you know, once I became aware of the mold. Uh, so all the therapies were done. We stopped very early on. Um, mm. And yeah, and what I observed was uh, all this came, it came on its own. You know, when he started speaking, it was at age appropriate levels because the one thing that we had done all along was we treated him like he was neurotypical. You know, even though, you know, um, mm. I, I remember uh, Brian had, had had visual stim, right? So he would be like, so I, I, I would speak with him and Brian, you know, if, if I was looking at him or if he was watching TV, it would be like this. Okay. Like, how do you watch? But you know what? He would follow the TV show completely. He knew what was happening. You know, uh, but it, it was just that, just that, that visual stim, right? So then, then he started a lot of echolalia. Uh, after the echolalia, then he started using that uh, scripting and echolalia appropriately. Okay. Yeah. Like for example, you know, uh, he, he used to watch, you know, Little Bear or, you know, Dora the Explorer and, and the phrases that he learned, he started using them in real life appropriately. You know, he would be like, uh-oh, fall down, let's go. So I knew yeah. that, right? I knew, you know, even though he was copying the TV show, he, this is what he wanted to do. So then language started developing and yeah. you know, uh, he started speaking at medical conferences all on his own. And then in high school, again, on his own, I mean, you know, my skinny little little guy it comes to me and says, mom, I'm in high school um, and um, I would like to enter the U.S. Biology Olympiad. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, good, good. You know, but try for that. He's saying, you know, I need a tutor. So this tutor used to come three, four times a week in addition to his high school. Most kids, when they go to high school, you know, freshman year, they're like, whoa, it's a whole other world. So much pressure. He exactly, yeah. He won the quarterfinals and he entered the, the semifinals of the US Bio Olympiad. Nobody in a high school freshman year ever in the history of his um, uh, medical based high school had ever done that. And I don't mm. think anybody ever will. Who knows what's the future? But he was just so motivated. So I didn't yeah. do any therapies. This all slow and natural development as the immune system regulated, as he got puberty, his body became clean, his brain concepts became clearer, you know, then he established this whole online community to help other children. So it's mm. just like, you just have to give them, the goal should be by the time your child is 18, he needs to be independent. Yeah, exactly. That's what, you know, whether he is like, like brilliant in school or not, that doesn't matter. He needs to be brilliant in life. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's the main goal every parent should have. And 
I wish every parent can make through this. Uh, it's a wish and I pray for every child. Uh, and uh, Brian is definitely a source of inspiration. And uh, what I like the most, as you said, uh, there are many, um, uh, you know, treatments available to the children and many improve in other uh, cases as well. But I personally believe in natural ways. And, uh, you know, with you, I have that confidence. Whenever anybody asks me, okay, what are you trying? What medicines? Oh my God, medicines for small child. I said, there's no medicine, it's all natural. Right. So I'm very much confident from day one because I believe in God and I believe that there will be uh, healing through natural ways. Um, it's my belief personally uh, from uh, the very start, I had this in mind that the natural ways are going to help him and it is working <laughs> as I believe. So um, there's nothing to worry about here, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful to hear. You know, um, and like you said, you know, amen to that. I, I, I wish nothing but the best for, um, you know, every child out there who's been diagnosed with anything special needs. It's, yeah. uh, it's very difficult for the, the entire family, especially the primary caregivers. And you know, it could be mom or dad, but typically it's, it's, it falls on the mother. And, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. kudos to all the moms out there, you know, um, most, uh, I mean, all autism moms are very close to my heart, of course, you know, being one myself, so. Yeah, So exactly, listen. that's your special, that you make a close connection and you give that motherly support. And I always, whenever I'm referring uh, anybody to you, I always say that you feel a special connection as a mother as well, because it's a very, uh, you know, for example, why I'm comfortable here, it's natural. You are a mother and you struggled through this and you have a success story and you had a medical background, everything. It, it's, it complements a lot with each other. And, and then you are OT specialist as well. You know, brain OT, that's your specialty that makes you special out of special. That makes us confident that we are in good hands by the grace of oh, God. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, it, it was all um, it was all part of my struggle. I mean, goodness, you know, um, what uh, whatever certifications were available, trainings were available, just like yourself, Benazir. You know, I know you you've done a lot of studying and training. So I, I completed my sensory integration certification, my uh, NDT, you know, neurodevelopmental therapy, my Beckman's oral motor therapy, my Tomatis listening therapy, right, sound therapy. So all of these yeah. certifications uh, we've done, we've tried uh, them on Brian, but you know, uh, the important thing, like I said, it's, it's gonna be in my book as well, is how to expedite, you know, how to best customize all of these treatments based on your child's lab results. Because when you look at the lab, like for example, you know, if, if, if the dopamine is high, or if the quinolinic acid, kinurinic acid is high, there's mitochondrial dysfunction, there's mycotoxins. Uh, we have plenty of science, established science available to show us what areas in the brain are affected, you know, and, and if, if we target um, sensory integration therapy, like tomatoes listening therapies uh, towards specifically the areas in the brain that have been affected, 
right? Sometimes it might not just be the brain, it might be uh, different organs under stress, you know, like for example, the lymphatic system or even more so the immune system. We know that uh, science has shown us that immune system responds much better to a specific sensory integration therapy or you know, um, a, a specific sound frequencies which, which benefit. So using that kind of customization, individualization coupled with genetics, right? That is uh, very important. Like one small example I'll give you. If you have a child that shows, you know, um, uh, lymphatic drainage is an issue uh, and you're doing sensory integration with this child, it will be highly beneficial for his proprioceptive input. Instead of using weighted vest and what have you, you use rebounding rebounding and dry brushing, that will give you double the benefit versus any other kind of proprioceptive therapy for this child. So just, just one simple example. So, you know, we know therapies are expensive. They are often cost prohibitive. So to get the biggest bang for your buck is, um, you know, is important. And I believe that the way I can pay it forward is to just make this information available to all the parents out there, you know, how to customize your therapies. Hopefully the therapist, you know, it's, it's going to take some time, but I'm in the process of writing it. And uh, I, I would like to make the information available to therapists as well as, as the parents so they can team together. You know, it, um, uh, it, it cannot be a dictatorship. Okay, I'm a therapist, you know, this, this is my evaluation. No, the, the parent has to understand what is going on with the child. And, you know, anyone who has a grasp of their subject, if you're a speech therapist, if you know your subject, then you should be able to explain to a layperson exactly mm -hmm. what you're doing. So if, yeah. if that is your expertise, you know, give examples and explain so they can do at home. So there is, you know, there is a lot we can achieve. There's a lot of information we can give to different practitioners, um, uh, all the parents around the world as to how to, on their own, make maximum use of whatever resources are, um, are available to them. So that is, uh, you know, so yeah, yeah. So that's yes, you're right. as well. That's make you special because you have the backend information that how this body and these sensory integration exercises are going to impact the brain. And in fact, you last time talked about uh, that even it helps in regeneration of the brain as well. So um, I would highly re request that we are impatiently waiting for your book. But before that, if you can do a podcast on general exercises that the parents can practice at home, if you can do that, that would be great for us because we are all impatiently because there's no other source. Only you are that expert, I believe, that you can um, guide us. And even those parents who cannot... Uh, take, uh, you know, the treatment due to financial issues, as I told you earlier, uh, it's not, uh, you know, that we can manage at home, yes. uh, we can do along with the treatment and the, those 
parents who are not uh, as yet, uh, over, you know, doing the treat of the quality of their life as well. Yes, 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 we will, we will. So um, uh, to those watching, you know, sorry about that. I, I, I think Benazir's internet connection was a little bit in and out, but that's fine. She's back with us now. Um, but, you know, we, we uh, got the gist of what you were saying. So, yes, I will. I'll, um, I'm planning on it. You know, we are actually finally enjoying the summer months here after a very long, uh, we had a really long winter this time. So <laughs> very cold and blustery. <laughs> so now we are finally enjoying some summer. Uh, yes, I will. You know, once, once we go into the fall, I, I will think about it. Um, yes, absolutely. Customization is the key to, uh, because every child is different. And I treat twins and triplets. And I look at labs mm. in Azir, even the labs and um, uh, are different for each child, even if they are identical twins. So, mm. you know, customization, the way the identical twins respond is very different. You know, the, the, the focus... Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and the mother tells us that the progress of both children are going differently, and both are behaving. Both have different kind of autism as well, and both have different uh, progress, and the protocols are different, customized as well. So right. yeah, right. exactly. You make customized plans, and I'm, uh, you know, witness of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Great. So. Uh, I'm sure we will uh, we will meet again because I think you 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 are you know dynamite as you know so we will meet again I I will keep that under consideration and you know uh, lots of love to uh, to Hamza and uh, uh, your uh, beautiful daughter and your family as well many blessings from my side. Thank you and lots and lots of thanks for my community because you are, you know, very vibrant and very engaging, very, you know, you make a special connection with your patients. That's very special to us. Thanks a lot for that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. And that was a tremendous discussion, wasn't it? So, you know, it, it, we were very fortunate to have uh, Benazir back with us today. So thank you for watching. Thank you for joining me. <clears throat> Sorry, you know, a little early, I, I have a little uh, tickle in my throat, but yeah, I appreciate you joining us today for Autism Approved with Biomexus Health. And till next time, take good care, many blessings, be well, namaste. Thank you for joining Master Herbalist Dr. Jody A. Dashaw, Director of the Bionexus Health Clinic and Bionexus Herbals, on the Bionexus Health Podcast where we explore and share information and stories about recovering and healing from chronic and environmental illnesses such as mold biotoxin illness, Lyme disease, autism spectrum disorder, fatigue, Crohn's and colitis, mast cell activation syndrome, PANS, and more. Please help us grow our message by subscribing to our podcast channel and sharing the podcast on your social networks. For more information visit bionexushealth.com. Information within this video, audio, or text, collectively known as the podcast, has not been reviewed by the FDA. Nothing within the podcast is intended as or should be construed as medical advice. Information is for general informational and educational purposes only.
consumers of the podcast should consult with their healthcare practitioners for medical recommendations. Seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider. Do not disregard the advice of a healthcare provider based on any information from the podcast. The information within the podcast may contain information concerning dietary supplements or over-the-counter products that are not drugged. Our dietary supplement products are not intended for use as a means to cure, treat, prevent, diagnose, or mitigate any disease or other medical or abnormal condition.